Hello friends, and welcome to Crunch Time with Caitlin. This episode is the Week 11 preview of the Cleveland Browns versus the Philadelphia Eagles. And boy, do we have some stuff to talk about. So, I hope you stick around and I hope you enjoy. So, for this Week 11 matchup against the Eagles, um, it's been an eventful week in Berea. Uh, starting last week with, you know, Baker Mayfield going on the COVID list and, and Chris Hubbard testing positive and, um, and then Monday, I think it was Monday, Andy Janovich, the fullback, tested positive for COVID and then Miles Garrett was sick throughout the week and, and then we hear, uh, this morning that Miles Garrett is positive for COVID. So the Roni bug has hit Berea, Berea. It's Berea, I know. I live in Berea, so. But yeah, that I mean, it, it really sucks. Uh, the status for right tackle Jack Conklin and kicker Cody Parkey are still up in the air. Um, lucky long snapper Charlie Hewlett was. Um, he was on the COVID list because of a close contact, along with Parkey and, and Conklin. Uh, they seem to be good though. Um, well, Hewlett was cleared and back to practice, and as of today, the team expects Conklin and, and Parkey to be ready to roll um, tomorrow on Saturday for their walkthrough and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, losing Miles Garrett, especially against the Philadelphia Eagles, which you know I'll get into here in a little bit. Um, it just sucks, and he could potentially be out for next game too, depending on the. Um, it's it's something like, ten days, from experiencing systems, and then he needs one, one or two days of, of a you know consecutive, negative tests. I think, it's something like that. So, um, you know, we will see. But man, like, you know, just kind of talking about the Browns' defense against the, the Eagles. It it's gonna be another crazy weather day, down by the lake, um, rain. Basically, throughout the game, you know, there's always gonna be wind. It's not gonna be crazy like it was, but you know, fifteen twenty mile per hour wind gust. Um, but rain throughout the game. I think it's like a high of like low 50s so I guess it's not like that terrible but it was one of those games where you know Miles Garrett going up against a team that has given up the most amount of sacks in the league it, and it would have been just one of those perfect matchups you know Miles Garrett's leading the league in sacks this year um is he leading the league in forced fumbles I think he has like four he's recovered two um, just defensive player of the year candidate, and it just, it just sucks that he could have kind of padded some stack, uh, padded some stats this week against the Eagles and Carson Wentz, and, uh, uh, an offensive line that they're getting their left guard back, but, I mean, they, they've been banged up the entire year, um, and then they have, at, you know, left tackle, they have Jason Peters, who's, I think, like, 38, I mean, Hall of Fame player, no doubt, but 
you know, they they don't trust, like, the young guy playing behind him. So, yeah. And, like I said, they've given up the most amount of sacks. Um, Carson Wentz holds on to the ball a ton. A ton, a ton, a ton. Um, and he's just a turnover-prone quarterback. I mean, he's always has been. Um, he's always, you know... A quarterback who fumbles a lot, especially in the pocket. And then this year, he's, you know, the interception bug kind of uh, has has kind of caught up with him. You know, I think he has 12 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Um, I think 16 total turnovers. It's just, it's, it's a, it's been a rough one for Carson Wentz. Um, and with the Browns, you know, Defense not being that great against the pass, outside of you know Matt Miles Garrett and, and Denzel Ward, you know their pass rush, you know they they need to kind of get creative, you know, because because Claiborne is gonna start, will probably start, and then you have Porter Gustin coming in as as a rotational guy. Um, they could potentially bump Sheldon Richardson out at defensive end, I guess. Um, but the whole point of this game plan, I think, was to force the Eagles and Carson Wentz to, um, to to beat him, you know, to beat you. And because Carson Wentz is is really really awful when it comes to, you know, throwing under pressure. I think it's like forty ish percent completion percentage when he's under pressure. Um, the last handful of games, you know, they're uh. I think I think it was like eleven percent third down complete or third down um completion percentage or or um conversion percentage, not completion, conversion percentage when it's like third and five. And they're they're a weird team because, you know, Miles Sanders is averaging I think over six yards a carry. I think he's number two in yards per carry behind Nick Chubb. Um, you know, he's been banged up this year, but they, they just don't really run the ball. Um, and you know, even Boston Scott is, is, is a, a very solid, you know, third down back-ish type player. Um, but you know, they're, they're a talented running team. Um, but they just don't run the ball, which is weird. It's, it's just very strange. You think with a struggling quarterback, you would hand the ball off a lot more especially like I said with the talent that that Sanders has and, and Boston Scott has it's it's um it's it's just it's just a very peculiar situation um you know Doug Peterson it I mean it really seems like he's on his last leg you know from what I've you know been hearing um on you know the the Philadelphia Eagles side of you because throughout the week I check out different podcasts and 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 stuff like that just to kind of get familiar with the team. Um, you know they're they're kind of souring on him pretty quickly, and uh, yeah, it's and it's it's a very strange it's just a very strange situation. You know they, you know they they trade up with the Browns, draft Carson Wentz. Um, Carson Wentz plays 
pretty good his rookie year. His second year plays extremely well. MVP candidate, tears his ACL, you know, and then the whole Nick Foles thing. They go out, they kind of go streaking and in, in, win a Super Bowl. And then I think the third year Carson Wentz gets hurt, gets hurt again, and, and Nick Foles leads them to a, a another playoff win, um, thanks to a the the Cody Parkey double doink. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just very strange. It's it's very strange that they're in the situation that they are right now. Um, you know, and, and they got a lot of injuries. Like I said, a lot of their offensive line. Um. You know, they're tight ends. You know, Zach Ertz won't be back. Dallas Goddard just, I think, is was back last week but really didn't do anything. Um, like I said, Miles Sanders has been banged up. Elshon Jeffries has been banged up. But, you know, I don't I don't even think they really targeted him last week. Uh, but, but they did find, um, I think his name's Travis Fulgram, who's been a, a bright spot on their offense. But I mean, if if you know Denzel Ward or or uh, Terrence Mitchell can't guard him, then it is what it is. Now with with Miles Garrett gone, like you need to stop the run. You need to. You cannot let this game end up being like the game against the Raiders, because I mean that's like the big scare when it comes to the Browns this game and going forward, especially without Miles Garrett. Because Miles Garrett went out of the game, uh, you know, pretty early on um, against the Raiders. And, yeah, it's just, it just sucks. It just sucks. Miles Garrett would have been a, I mean, you could have, you could have penciled him in two sacks and a forced fumble. Easy. And, And probably a pick for Carson Wentz. I think he's thrown five multiple interception game he's had five multiple interception games this this year um yeah and you know kind of looking at the browns offense against the philly defense um you know up front philly's defense is still really good you know brandon graham uh fletcher cox uh um barnett's been you know pretty solid uh malik jackson the other defensive tackle is really good. I know they run that whole, you know, wide nine scheme with Jim Schwartz as their defensive coordinator. Um you know, they they're kind of like the Browns. Well, I guess the Browns are kind of like them, you know, Andrew Berry being there last year where this kind of new age of the NFL where they don't really value linebackers as much. Um cuz their linebackers really aren't that good. They're they're very comparable to the Browns. But it's weird you know they they have a really good front four um they get i think they're like third in the league in in sacks so you know if if Jack Conklin doesn't play and and Wyatt Teller is supposed to play but you know uh, Stefanski said today that um that he was sore uh so you know we will see um hopefully he plays hopefully Conklin plays or you know Conklin gets cleared and and he's able to play um on Sunday even without the practice, you know, going against Brandon Graham. Because it could be a long day for Baker Mayfield, just like, you know, we were all hoping it could be a long day for um, for Carson Wentz. But, you know, on, on on the brighter note, even though 
this Eagles defense does stop the run pretty well. Well, because the numbers are 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 skewed from from what I learned. You know, they they have issues guarding, like last week, the the zone read. You know, the the quarterback uh, reads and, um, you know, the jet sweeps from from earlier this year. They're they're actually pretty good stopping running backs. Um, but obviously they haven't really played a a team with with the with the run with the talent in the backfield like like the Browns have in in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and you know if if it's gonna rain again, you, I would say start both those guys, because they're gonna get a lot of carries and especially if. You know, you know, if maybe potentially Conklin can't go, and and potentially um, well, Wyatt Teller can't go. I ex- I hope both of them go. I'm kind of penciling both those guys in, you know, to to play. But but yeah, we could be um headed for another kind of boring game, like the Houston game was. You know, one of those games where um, you know, the weather in the rain plays a little bit of the factor but like overall you know it's just a lot of let's just keep keep on keeping on with that run with the running game and then you know hopefully late in that third for, you know third quarter early fourth quarter you could kind of really wear down that defense because they really don't have the depth behind um those front four and you know that's kind of that's basically what happened against Houston. You know, as vanilla as the offense seemed at times, you know they were just kind of grinding away, kind of grinding, and and it ended up in that second half. You know that touchdown drive, and then the uh, the last drive to the ice the game just kind of put everything away. Um, but yeah, just it just sucks losing Miles Garrett. It really does. Because I know I was excited to see, you know, Miles go up against Carson Wentz, someone who holds on to the football, you know, a ton, is is turnover prone, unlike, you know, last week against, you know, Watson, who will hold on to the ball a lot, but, you know, doesn't turn the ball over. Um, Carson Wentz, you know, does both. And it's just... I mean, just a weird situation the Eagles in are in with with Carson Wentz now. Um, you know, they took a second round pick, uh, they, or they drafted a quarterback with with their second round pick, um, Jalen Hurts from from Oklahoma. Who was you know the quarter also the quarterback at um, Alabama? It's just it's just weird. It's just strange. It's just really really strange. You know, like I said, the the Rona bug hit hit Berea. There's a lot of uncertainty. You know, I think a lot of fans were really excited after that that Houston went like, all right, we could win those those types of games, and then now, you know, one player just kind of changes the whole vibe going into that game. Now I think the Browns will win, but um. You know, I don't think it was. I think it'll be now a, a, a way closer game than 
than it was, you know, really going to be. I I know the spread was only three or or four, um, depending on when you look. But because I I could have you know I could easily saw or seen the Browns winning like twenty four fourteen or or twenty four seventeen. Now I could see it more being like twenty four twenty twenty four. 21, 28, 24, you know, just, just losing Miles Garrett and especially losing him for an uncertain amount of time because, you know, COVID is just a, a strange situation because you, you just don't know, um, which is like the unfortunate part. Um, it just sucks. It just sucks, but this is still a game the Browns have to win. They're a more talented team. They're playing better than the Eagles. You're at home. You know, they're still going to allow fans at, at the stadium. So you got to, you know, use that to your advantage. Um, you just cannot allow Miles Sanders in, in their running game to run all over you like the Raiders did. You cannot let that happen. And, you know, hopefully they, they learn from their mistakes. Are they going to allow, like, a 20-yard run? Yeah, of course they are. They allow Duke Johnson to have two pretty solid runs. Um, outside of those two solid runs, there was, it was very, it was nothing. Um, a lot of it had to do with Miles Garrett, but a lot of it just had to do with improved defensive tackle play. Um, and just at this point, you know, those guys got to set up, step up. Adrian Claiborne's a veteran in this league. I hate that the Browns have to rely on someone like Olivier Vernon. Um, yeah, that it sucks, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, the. But I I still think, like overall, the Browns can score more points than the Eagles. Or maybe it's the Browns' offense can score more points than their defense gives up. And this, again, like I said, this is this is going to be a, a Nick Chubb, Cream Hunt game again. Just Baker Mayfield has to play smart. Um, you know, don't do anything. You know, what is it? Don't do anything smart, stupid. Or just try to do something smart, stupid. Or, I don't know. I, I had the saying, but... It is what it is. Just, just don't do anything fucking stupid. Don't turn over the ball. Just play within the offense. You know, be a game winner. Be a game manager. And things should work out. You know, don't try to be too aggressive. And end up throwing hella picks like Carson Wentz. It's, it's pretty, it's, I mean, it is that simple. And I think Stefanski will have some type of a game plan to kind of limit that um, and limit the amount of pressures on the quarterback, which hopefully that means more screen passes for Chubb and Hunt. Um, Hopefully that means more running out of the shotgun, which is something that they really haven't done a lot this year. Um, They were pretty good at it last year. I mean, Nick Chubb was good at running the ball regardless with shitty blocking in front of him but um you know whether it's out of shotgun or out of pistol just just something different you know just to kind of have a different vibe um I wonder if they'll bring up 
uh, Johnny Stanton, the the fullback from the practice squad, to replace uh, Andy Janovich, or will they go with, you know, Stephen Carlson or um, Harrison Bryant as as like the de facto tight end? You know, we will see. But yeah, I just overall, I think the Browns will win this game. Um, but it's just disappointing. It's or it's, it's just disappointing. Sad. You know, hopefully Miles gets better soon. Hopefully that's the extent of missing players on the team. You know, it just it just sucks that it's your best player and one of the best players in the league. You know. One of those game changing guys. But you know, it's just like if he was banged up uh, you know, against you know the the Raiders and he couldn't play. You know you you got to um you got to have that next man up mentality. You know, this team really hasn't been healthy all year. Um, which sucks, especially on that defense. You know we've talked about it. You know we all expected Grant Delpit to be here, but he's not. You know, we all expected Greedy Williams to be the corner outside of, you know, next to, on the opposite side of Denzel Ward, but he's not. So, it is what it is, I guess. Um, but yeah, Browns, Browns are gotta win. They gotta win. They're the better team. It's just that simple. I can't get worked into a shoot over a, was it, 3-5-1 and one football team. I can't do it. It's not happening. I can't get worked into a shoot over Carson Wentz. I can't get worked into a shoot over the Eagles. You know, the the Browns just have to win and be 2-0 this year, you know, under the Sashi Wars. And it's it's just that simple. Um Yeah. And I think that'll do it for this episode of Crunch Time with Caitlin. I think I covered everything. You know, hopefully Jarvis and and all those guys, like, they catch the ball in the rain. Hopefully they don't have five or six drop passes like they did against the Raiders. Because really, I mean, it really is the Raiders game that, that, that scares me. Because they have a similar... I mean, it, they just have, like, that vibe. You know what I mean? It's just... just I, I yeah, I better end this before I really just start working myself into a shoot. So that'll do it for this episode of Crunch Time with Caitlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin No C L E. If you haven't already, that is Caitlin K A T E L A N knows K N O W S C L E. Make sure you're you know, subscribed and and all that fun stuff on Spotify and Apple Podcast. You know, on Apple you can rate and, and, and leave a review. Um, if you could rate it, that'd be cool. Um, yeah. I think that's it. And I will see you in the next episode, which will be the post game. So, yeah. Go Browns.